Hello, guys, and welcome back to the 1% More podcast. I am your host, Joseph Lane, and today I have a special guest, Frank Estrada, on with me today. How are you doing, Frank? Good, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming down. It was a nice surprise all the way from Yuma, Arizona. Yes, right, baby. Nice, man. It's good to have you. Uh, just so you guys know, I actually met Frank a couple times at a networking event in Del Mar and then recently up in L.A., and yeah, he's a great guy. I'm excited to have him on. Tell me a little bit more about yourself um, and just what you're doing right now. So currently I'm doing solar. I'm in the solar industry. I was in the alarm industry for many years. Um, sales overall. Nice. Right? Uh, born and raised in Imperial Valley. Um, oldest out of five boys. Okay. Right? Played sports. Um, was a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got, got kicked out of my house at 16. Okay. Uh, lived in a park. Uh, couch surfing wow so interesting yeah that's good man that's good for reference how old are you now 36 okay there you go so about 20 years later yeah nice man (laughs) nice nice hey everything happens for a reason you know so i'm I'm glad to have you i'm glad we met um like you said we're both in sales Uh, i think we both have a very similar mindset and you know you definitely pushed me you know you have a lot of great ideas um i'm always learning i'm always looking to grow so I think it's great to have, you know, like-minded people and as much value and as much information as possible is always great. No, and I, and I kudos to you, man, because uh, at your age, I was just partying. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any, any uh, uh, focus or ambitious yeah. goals. I was just partying my life away. And I, I think there's nothing wrong with partying, but um, you have to stay focused. And I think if you could do that at a young age, you're, yeah. you're already ahead of everybody. And Thanks, I, man. I think you're ahead of so many people I know, bro. There's very few people I can say that your age, yeah, um, that are focused, uh-huh. are in the right real vehicle or right industry, mm-hmm. and and you're gonna you're making a lot of money for your age. <laughs> so I mean, I wasn't making that much money. Yeah, you, so you're killing it, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, I know you're talking about partying, and I mean, a lot of kids my age, that's probably what they're doing, right? So why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Kind of what life was like in your twenties. So in my twenties, it was uh, drink, drinking, chasing girls, dancing, partying, repeat, yeah, sleep, repeat, and that that was it. I mean, uh-huh. there, there was, and, and so when you really sit down with yourself, yeah, and now that I'm talking to myself and I'm trying to tell you what I was doing in my twenties, like what a dumbass, like, yeah. But at the same time, you couldn't tell that guy at, in, at in 20, the moment, at the moment, what yeah. he was doing. He thought like. Dude, leave me alone. I'm living life. You were having fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. Like, dude, the more fun you have at an early earlier age, uh-huh. the tougher you're going to have it at an older age. Yeah. The less fun you have at a younger age, what I mean by that, like partying yeah, and, yeah. And, and not not like sleeping sleeping like sleeping in and not like mm-hmm. going to work every day and stuff like that and having goals and, and being around the right people, your environment basically forms you to be that person you are. So if you're around people yeah. that are working and getting it on a Friday. Here we are at, what is it, what's Friday night? Yeah, it's a Friday at 7 o'clock at night right now, yeah, you know, last people, one's in the office. Yeah, last one's in the office, and one, one of the things is, like, this, or then tomorrow morning, it's like, are you going to take advantage of Saturday and Sunday when everybody else exactly checked out at 5 o'clock today? Exactly. So those are the things that separates you from becoming yeah. the 99% of everybody else, is that doing that extra push. Versus that 1%, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, you know, a lot of people at 5 p.m., they're counting down the minutes on a Friday to 5 p.m., and those people are gone till Monday at nine o'clock. One hundred. Don't even try to reach them; they're gone, right? And you know we're here at seven o'clock on a Friday. I have an open house at eleven o'clock tomorrow. I'm sure you have work to do tomorrow as well. And it's a choice, you know. Like you said, it's a choice. Anyone can choose to be productive, and it doesn't have to be work. It can be choosing 
to go to the gym. It could be choosing to read a book or do personal development, you know, versus, you know, there's always alternatives in life. It's always one or the other. Yeah, and, and I think if you can really focus, especially if you're young and you're listening to this podcast, you're, you know, 16, 17, so maybe like 28, you're still young. And yeah. I feel like I'm young and I'm 36. And you I'm, are, man. But I, I just feel like we have to be aware of ourselves and our environment. Like, w- whatever I'm doing today, is it going to set me up for a brighter future tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, like, you're, then you really need to start asking yourself, like, why am I doing this? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Short term pleasure, for me, it's like you can enjoy all the fast of like partying and all that stuff, but eventually at the end of it, you have nothing to show. Exactly. So why not build an empire? Why not build, uh, become skillful at a skill set? Yeah. And become master at it. Uh huh. Right. Become the best in your industry. Yes. That's where your dedication and your energy and your focus should be at a young age. Uh huh. And that's gonna give you that long term joy and pleasure. Versus, you know, going out and partying. Maybe you have fun that night. You feel like crap the next day, right? Right. But when you're at the top of your field and, you know, you're getting recognition, you're, you are, are successful. And the good thing about our industry is that our success comes from helping other people win. You know, if I help someone buy their first home, if I help someone refinance their house, they're happy. They're saving money. They're building a family. They're buying their first home. And I'm doing really well because I helped them achieve that goal. So it's a direct correlation, you know, which is, it's great. You know, it's nice when you can have a great career by helping other people, you know? Right. And the, you know, the more people you help get what they want, you get what you want. Exactly. So it's cool. It keeps you going, you know, it definitely keeps you going. And, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think it's really cool too, that you have two completely different perspectives. Like you, you're out here saying, you know, Hey, you're in your twenties and you're parting and you're having fun, like in the moment, not to discredit it, like in the moment, you were enjoying yourself. And you, if you, if I asked you back then, you would say, hey, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm enjoying my life. But 20 years later, or, you know, 15 years later, you've kind of grown from that, I think. And now on the flip side, you're like, well, I wish I would have done this. If you're, if you're going to party, party and become the best partier you ever can be. Like, go all out. Like, go all out. And yeah. you're going to realize, like, at the end of it, like, you might have some good times and a couple memories here and yeah. there, but in reality, bro, like, you're going to be like, I had a bunch of hangovers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, alcohol is bad for the body. Period. Yeah. Um, you, you don't have a clear mind. And so, just, I wish I would have had a mentor. I didn't have mentors at the time. And, yeah. And, and you really have to look for people that have what you want already in life. And I wish I would have yeah. been around people that, you know, have the lifestyle that I would charade with. And so you got to find mentors that are 20, 30 years ahead of you and have that you want. They have a family. They 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 value family. Right? Mm-hmm. That's something that I align with, right? Because I'm yeah. a family guy. Um, someone that has goals more than just money. Like, they're a mm-hmm. good human being. They're a good dad. They're a good... Uh, a mentor they're a good boss they're a yeah. good uh entrepreneur they're a good everything not just be good at one thing like you yeah. can be a be a successful owner and be a shitty person exactly so i, I really think it's like really finding some mentor that mm-hmm. aligns with the values that you have and not go around trying to get a bunch of mentors because yeah. you're caught up trying to keep up with everybody like yeah stick to one that has really what you want uh-huh. and, and like go try to work with them get around proximity read the books like for me uh-huh. Grant Cordon big guy right like, yeah like everybody knows who he is um if you don't go look him up <laughs> please right wake up uh but but Grant for me was was a big mentor man like like he helped me out so much like just by the way of thinking like I mm-hmm. read 10x rule and it, it changed the way 
to do business, right? Like, yeah. Like you think you're you're balling, you're doing good, <laughs> but you realize when you start competing and, and you start comparing really fast to the bigger hitters, you, you realize you're just a little goldfish next yeah. to sharks. That's a good point. But but doesn't mean you can't eventually become the shark. You just got to get the skill set, the mindset, mm. implement strategies they have. Yeah. Like, you can get there, right? And not only that, the biggest one is this. The money that you make is live off the 5% or 10% of your income. Yeah. And invest, reinvest all the 90% into your business. Exactly. Now, that means you got to still live under your yeah. means. I mean, Below you your means. You exactly. Can't, you, you can't ball out with a car. You can't show yeah. up a big house. Yeah. You know, those are things, are things that I look back on just like, uh, I wish somebody would have told me. Right. And I think you bring up a good point. I mean, first of all, you're talking about mentorship. And I think that's something that's super underrated. Uh, I think society nowadays tells people, go to college, right? Go graduate, get a degree. And now you are an employee working for your boss. So now you have a job. I think society nowadays focuses on get a job. I've never heard the word mentor used in the school system. No one talks about mentors. They talk about bosses. They talk about jobs. They talk about get your degree and you can get a great job making 80 grand a year. I know some people that are pissed off because they made 80 grand last month. And that was a terrible month for them. They're embarrassed, right? And I'm not saying that if you're not making 80 grand a month, you're a terrible person. You know, everyone has different goals. Everyone has different, you know, lifestyles, right? But my point is, you know, you like you said too, you want to surround yourself with the people you want to be. And mentorship is amazing. Um, I have a mentor, you know, Mike is my mentor and I'm really grateful for him. I talk about him a lot. Um, another point you brought up that I think is great. You don't have to know your mentor. You know, you mentioned Grant Cardone. There's so much hours and hours of free YouTube content. There's books and that's not just for Grant. That's, you know, so many successful people. And what I love about books is that if this person is in an industry for 15 to 20 years and they write this book, I mean, that's the ultimate cheat code. You can read a book, let's say in a week. And in one week, you just gained 15 to 20 years of someone's knowledge. Right. Your learning curve gets cut literally in half or faster. It's incredible. Yeah. And so, it, you know, I hated reading. Yeah. And, and, and now I realize the power of, of reading a book like that. Mm -hmm. You're literally getting someone's life work or life strategies yeah. in the book. Yeah. And when you look at it like that, it changes. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not a good reader. I wasn't a great reader. I was one of those people where you read a book and you have to read the same page like five times because you read it, but you don't remember <laughs> what you read, right? Yeah, I'm sure go. a lot of people can relate to that. But when you look at it as like, I'm not just reading words on a page because I feel like it's good for me, but your mindset is, hey, you know, you get into it a little bit. I'm reading this book because I'm reading about the life story of this successful person. It's a different, you know, it's experience. Cause it's because you're interested in actually what you're reading. Yeah. And you're not just given this book about and a subject that you're not interested in. That's another thing where they fail you in school is they have all these assigned readings that you probably don't care about. And maybe you get that one book that you enjoy, right? But there's all those other ones that you don't and you're forced to read stuff that you don't enjoy. So it's all about perspective. 100%. You know what I mean? And another thing you mentioned that I really love and, you know, that's another thing I think that's such a big problem nowadays, especially in, you know, today's day and age is living below your means, right? And just because you have the money doesn't mean you should spend it sacrifice. I talked about that on a couple of um, podcasts back. Just because you can afford something, you know, if you choose to hold off on the car, on the house, on that jewelry, right? And you reinvest that money and you set yourself up for long-term success later. People don't talk about that right now. So, you and, know? and I agree with you. And one of the things is the superpower right now is delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Delayed gratification. That means you're delaying your gratification instead of 
buying the car. Opposite now. of instant gratification, which right. we see so often, right? Instant gratification is, is seen right now on the social media so big right now. But yeah. It delayed gratification is eventually what you want to be at and realize that you will eventually have your car. You eventually have the car. If that is what motivates you and that's what you want. Yeah. So for some people, they don't care about that. Or you'll have the freedom or you'll have the vacation or you'll have the whatever it is that you want to have. You know, you can get that, you know, eventually, right? Right. So for me, delayed gratification is something I think society in general has to be aware of. Mm-hmm and figure out how they can implement that in their life. And there's a thing called the marshmallow test uh-huh. um, that they did a study and they did a test with the kids on the marshmallow. Uh-huh. And they basically would put a marshmallow in front of the kid. Yeah. And they would tell them if they would wait for X amount of time, they could get another one and they uh-huh. eat it. And what they found out is they, they followed these kids and why. The ones that, that, that were able to delay it uh-huh. and wait the time and then get the reward, which was, it was another a marshmallow. Second one, second yeah. One they actually became more successful in life. Yeah. In general. And so, when you think about that, there's actually a book on it, um, Marshmallow. Super fascinating, yeah. Yeah, and so for me, it's like, people get caught up with, I need the car, I need this. Why don't you get good at focusing on mastering your skill, becoming the best in your industry. And I don't want people to follow me because I have a Lambo or because I have a Ferrari. Yeah. Or because I have a yacht or a mansion or because all uh-huh. these materialistic things. Yeah. Why not the knowledge? You know, the sad part is you can have a young gentleman go into, let's say, a hotel lobby right now, right? Uh-huh. And let's say there's a billionaire right there and he's an old man, but he's not flashing the watch. He doesn't have the nice car. And he's just sitting there reading the newspaper. Yeah. And he'll sit there right next to that guy that's an old man with the newspaper. And then he sees this guy walk in with a shiny ass uh, Richard Miller uh, Rolex mm-hmm. whatever watch you want right? yeah he's going to be more appealed to that and attracted to we'll that pay more be- attention to that person because we're programmed in, 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 in society to be uh, gravitated more towards that uh-huh. when in reality the billionaire is not showing it but it's what he has in here mm-hmm. in his mind that he could have helped you to implement yeah that knowledge can knowledge. make you rich but you'd rather go for someone that and I, you know we don't know but that person could be struggling to pay their, you know, mortgage or whatever, and they're flexing the jewelry in the car, you know, and like you said, knowledge is so overlooked. Yeah, not only knowledge, but implementing the knowledge you get. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think a lot of people are reading books and going to, to conferences and, and doing all these things, but yet the business hasn't grown. Yeah, and you feel so good in the moment, like, oh, this is amazing, I'm motivated, and then you go home and you... Get comfortable. When you go to these conferences, you're looking for one, two connections. You're looking for these nuggets that you get from the speakers that are crushing it, right? But it's like, what are you going to do to implement on that Monday? Yeah. To grow the business. No, it's true. Right? Yeah. And some of it, you might have to implement. You have to. You might have to invest some money into growing your business. If it's your personal brand, if it's your business, mm. if it's whatever the case may be. It might be getting an assistant. It might be getting a VA. It might be... Uh, running Facebook, Instagram ads, yeah. whatever the case may be. But the thing is, it's like you need to continue growing every single mm-hmm. day. And it, you know, I love your the name of your uh, podcast, One Percent More. If you can grow one percent every single day, yeah, right for the for the next three hundred sixty five days, which is a year, yeah, you just became three hundred sixty five percent better. Exactly you from day one. Exactly. And so that includes from your finances. That includes from your from your health, right? Your mm-hmm. fitness, mindset, whatever you want to put it on. Yeah. It's like every single day you should be getting 1% better. Exactly. 1% better. One more phone call. One more 
customer that I'm going to text. One more customer in email. One more door I'm going to knock. One yes. More, just one more. Exactly. And, and, and those things, there's a book that I strongly recommend. There's two, two books that I think that will, if you haven't read them, I strongly recommend you read them. It's yeah. Called, um, the One Thing, and the other one is called The Compound Effect okay. by Darren Hardy. Those uh-huh. two books will, will, will change the game. So yeah. They'll make you understand what the power of doing one thing is yeah, or the power of compound effect when you keep doing it. Exactly, the stacking. And I love that you say that. It's funny, you know, I, I didn't talk to Frank, you know, beforehand, you guys. Like, he didn't even know the name of the podcast until a few seconds before he started filming. But um, I explained it the same way, you know, 1% more. It's about becoming 1% better every day. And a lot of people, they have these goals and they, they want to go zero to 100, right? And you're setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion, because you set these goals that are not achievable. And if you were to break those goals down into steps that you can achieve, you 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 know you set a short-term goal, you crush it. You set another short-term goal, you crush it. And you start stacking these victories. And next thing you know, you're on your way. How do you, how do you eat a whale? Exactly. You have to go one, one at a time, right? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. So most people are trying to swallow a whole whale. Yeah, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen overnight. You take one bite at a time. And, and so if you can understand that, that, that I would strongly recommend for every single person that ever hears this podcast, you literally have to go into one in- industry, one industry. Mm-hmm. So make sure you pick the right vehicle. I would suggest you go with something that pays a lot of money, like commission. Yeah. It's called a high ticket item. Second, I would find out that mentor or that person mm-hmm. because the somewhere I can be around proximity and grow and see they can take me under the ring as yeah. he could be my mentor I could be a mentee number three is I would dedicate in the next five to ten years balls all chips in to that industry mm-hmm. and do not get distracted by all this shiny syndrome yeah. stuff that's out there stick to one industry no matter what industry you're in you're going to kill it in sales like a service or product you have to get good at communication. You yeah. have to get good at uh, uh, persuading mm-hmm. and selling. There's a science to it. Yeah. And you have to go, the only way you're going to be able to get good at it is by doing it. Mm-hmm. And you can watch all the videos you want, but there's nothing like actually implementing in real yes. life. Yes. And so for me, a big event was door knocking. I've done door knocking for you know over 12 years and I, I knocked a lot of doors and got a lot of rejection. But yeah. when you understand, it's not that I was doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need the money to survive, especially when yeah. you first start off. But do it because you're trying to master the skill and you're trying to become mm-hmm. the best. That's what, what my motivation was. Is like, I know I suck. <laughs> I know I suck, but yeah. I won't suck forever. I'm going to mm-hmm. get good eventually. Yeah. And once I get good, I'm going to become great. And I'm, after I become great, I'm going to be competing with myself. And I'm going to become the best there ever is. Because once you get so good at something, no matter what industry yeah. you're in, they can't ignore you. Yes. And therefore... You're going to get those offers that you never thought you would ever mm-hmm. imagine. You're going to have more eyes on you. Yeah. So right now, you might be in the building season. Uh-huh. So right now, you might feel like, damn, nobody's paying attention to me. Uh, you feel like so lost because you're just like seeing everybody's like killing it, but you're not. Yeah. But in reality, you're in the building season right now. You're, you're creating that authority figure. You're creating that brand. Yeah. It's going to take time. But once it hits, man, yeah, you're there, and you're not going to be faking it. You're going to be the real deal. Exactly, and no, that's really true. And instant gratification, it doesn't just apply to purchasing materialistic things; it applies to work, right? And that's one of the biggest struggles I had. I'm new to the you know real estate and loan industry. This is my first real year in the business, 
And it's like you prospect, you door knock, you cold call, you you do everything right, so to speak. And you you don't get that first client. And then it's like, well, do you get discouraged or do you keep going? You keep going. And I told you earlier, we spoke earlier today, and I told you I'm starting to get referrals. I'm starting, the business is starting to come around five months later, right? And there's no instant gratification. You have to be able to, you know, put your head down and work hard day in and day out with no expect for instant return, right? And you just have to keep moving. And your story about door knocking, I think that's great. For anyone who's, you know, never been in that position, it, it's terrifying at first. I, I had to door knock this year. And I wouldn't even want to knock on the door. I would hope they didn't answer the door. So I can go on, so I can go on to the next one. You know, oh, I, I tried. I knocked. You know what I mean? Or there's those times where it's like I have flyers. And it's like, well, do I have to knock on the door? Or can I just like leave the flyer there? And maybe they'll see it and call me. And then, you know, I stepped out of my comfort zone. And you just, like you said, you start doing it. And you fail. And you know, some people are mad. Some people are don't care. Some people are never going to call you again. But what I love about door knocking is that if you're handing out a flyer or whatever the case may be, you knock on the door, they open the door, they're forced to see your face, they're forced to say, hi, my name is Joseph, and they're forced to look at your flyer. These are all positive reinforcements that are happening within the same 5-10 seconds. They see your face, they hear your name, they hear whatever spiel they're willing to hear, they pick up your flyer, which has my name and my face on it, and they're without them even realizing in their head, they're making all these connections, and it's like, even if they yell at me to get off their property, it's like, you know who Joseph Lane is. You know what I mean? Right. You've seen my face. Exactly. And, you know, and the more hands you shake, the more money you make. And it's true. I love that. I, I really think that you have to put yourself out there. Imagine running for mayor for your town and you have to go and shake everybody's hand. So yeah. you would have to knock every single door, go to every business, go to every yeah. house. And be like, hey, how you doing? My name's Joseph Lane. Yeah. I'm the guy who's running for mayor. Like, you, they, people got to know who you are. And exactly. Because it's like I heard, mentioned earlier, it's like, Grant Cardone's book, The 10X Rule, made me go from holding all the money that I had to reinvesting it into getting billboards, wrapping vehicles, and wrapping advertisement. Like, if you're not omnipresent for your what you do, you're playing too small. Yeah. That means you're living comfortable because you're like, oh, I made it, I got money, and I'm going to invest it in my lifestyle instead yeah. of your business that would give you a better lifestyle. Exactly. If you just implement it, hold off on the delayed gratification. Once again, investing, you know, the money in instant gratification, buying things that you know will make you happy or you think will make you happy in, for the time being, or, you know, investing in something that may be considered a little riskier, right? But that risk, you know what they say, no risk, no return, right? Um, and sometimes there's such thing as calculated risk. Like I always think investing in yourself, investing in your business, it's not really a risk because you're investing in yourself. The worst thing is, is it's a learning experience. And that's what I say. There's there's no such thing as wins and losses. There's wins and then there's learning experiences. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? I like so that. as long as you're learning, as long as you're growing, you know, you can't lose, right? I agree. I agree, man. So I think that's a lot of really good, you know, pointers here is that, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff, right? So we talked about the importance of knowledge, the importance of mentorship, finding a mentor that's someone who's well-rounded, Right. Someone who you want to emulate the person that you're trying to become. You know, if you want to be a successful, you know, landscaper, you know, don't get a mentor who's a lawyer, right? I know it's a silly example, but, you know, I'm in the mortgage industry. I'm in the real estate industry. My mentors are in the mortgage and real estate industry. You know, um, you want to, if you want to be like someone, the best way is to surround yourself with that person and start studying. You know, one thing my mentor um, taught me was listen, learn, implement. You listen to what people are doing. What? Why are they successful? You learn what they're doing and why they're doing it. 
and most importantly, you implement it. Yeah, so for me, it's like you have three things. You're always learning, mm -hmm. applying, and earning. There you go. Or it's those three that you're doing every single day, right? You might do all three in one day. Uh -huh. You might just do two, or you might just do one. Yeah. But you better do one something. Of them, at least uh -huh. one of them. So you might spend all day reading books, yeah. going to podcasts, and going to an event, but you made no money activity, so you didn't earn. Uh -huh. Maybe you're learning something that you're going to apply. So for me, it's always learning, applying, and earning. Mm -hmm. First you learn. Then you apply it, and then you earn the money. Exactly. So, I mean, I love that. I love that. Yeah, no, me too. And that's another great way to look at it. And if you think about it, as long as you're doing one of those three things, you know, you're going to be successful. You know, because you can't go wrong. If you're learning a new skill, you're investing in yourself. If you're applying what you learned, it's going to help you become more successful. And when you're earning or when you're, you know, the way I look at it, the more deals I close, and that's one thing I want to talk about is opportunity real quick. Um, like you said, the more, you know, hands you shake, the more money you make. I have people calling me that I met, you know, four or five months ago. They thought I'll never hear from these people again. Hey, my brother wants to refinance his house or, Hey, I have my favorite thing is when someone calls me, Hey, do you think like you could help this person buy house? I'm like, well, that's what I do every day. Like, yeah, definitely. I can help them. You know, and it's so funny. Or I close a deal and they'll say, Hey, like, do you mind if I give your number to my sister? Cause I think she wants to buy too. Like, please give your number to my sister. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> right. Like, like no need to ask for my permission, you know, send them my way. Right. And it's like, it's, it's a compound effect. The more deals I've closed, the more doors have opened for me. And it's like a tree and each client, it's like a branch and it's branches off. And now that's the biggest way to build your network is by you meet one person and you become close with that one person. You build that relationship. Now you have access to that person's entire network. So it's like you're branching off. You don't need to meet every single person. You start meeting quality people and then that's an opportunity. And it goes back to doing quality work. You know, when you're working hard, when you're doing your best, when, like you said, communication is key, especially in sales. Anyone can be taught how to sell stuff. But if you can't connect with your client, if you can't solve a problem, you know, you're not going to make any money. It, it's like the, the classic thing, like sell me a pen or whatever, right? Well, do you need a pen? You know, if you don't need it, how am I going to sell it to you? Right? It's not about selling. It's about providing a solution to a problem. And if you can learn to do that very effectively and become a creative problem solver, you're going to be paid very well for that. 100%. You know, and if people understand the bigger the, the problem, the better the solution, the bigger the payout when they sell. Yeah. It's like, you know, people have a big problem. They want to buy a house. They don't know what to do. Well, you're yeah. the guy that's going to solve the problem and guide them through it. Right? Exactly. And that's the thing for me. Buying a house, it's super easy for me. Like the process is simple. There are certain things that you need, but I think back and I have to remind myself since I do this every day, if I was buying a house and I wasn't a realtor, if I, I didn't understand the mortgage industry, I would be terrified because it's, you know, it's scary, right? So... That's one of those things, you know, where um, you, you know, when you have that education, you can share that education with other people, right? So I try to be mindful of that when I talk to clients and things like that. It's like what might be simple and easy to me is terrifying to them. So if I can solve that problem for them, you know, you're creating a lot of value, right? And yeah, so I think that's another good one. So opportunity, connections, relationships mentorship a big thing you said was um i love the learn um learning apply, aspect learn, learn apply earn learn apply earn the delayed gratification i think that's a huge one that's very important in today's society people are out here on tiktok and instagram flexing fake chains or you know they're driving the bmw it's like well why are you driving it do you like the car you don't like the car you like the way you look in the car right and we're all guilty of that you know even <laughs> me too i like nice things come on man we all like nice stuff right but if you, you know, hold off just a little bit, right? 
what you're saying is, you know, wait a little bit, reinvest that, and the payoff will be greater in the future, right? 100%. And, and, and so you got to figure out every single day. Today, did I learn? Yeah. Did I apply? Did I earn? Earning is like you closing a sale. Yeah. Applying is something that's something you learned and you applied it. Mm-hmm. Strategy, tactic, whatever they may say. Yeah. And hack or whatever you want to call it. And learning. Like, uh-huh. are you learning from different industries? Are you learning branding? Are you learning sales? Are you learning something from an event? Are you right. learning from the, the guys that are crushing? Right? Yeah. Because these are tools that you can take under your tool belt. And uh-huh. become more efficient in your business. Exactly. More effective. And once you've learned, I know we already said this time and time again, but once you learn, you need to execute. You need to implement. If you know nothing exists without execution, right? You can be handed, you know, anything, but if you don't execute it, you know, you're not going to make any progress. So I think that's really good here. You know, I think we covered a lot of great things. Um, why don't you give the final thought here? What are the top three takeaways? Uh, for anyone listening today, just to kind of summarize, I know we went over a bunch of great value today, but to someone who's listening, what are the top three things you want them to take away? I want them to take away these three things would be number one is go pick an industry that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And before you fully commit, go shadow somebody because you might not, you might want to be a nurse and realize that you don't want to do nurse stuff. Yeah. Or you you want to cut hair, but then you realize you don't like touching hair. Yeah, right. So, Go, go shadow somebody. But once you figure out that industry, go all in, right, for the next five to ten years uh-huh. and become the greatest at it. Okay. That's number one. Number two is finding a mentor that aligns with your values, mm-hmm. an all-around person that's 10, 20, 30 years ahead of you, right? Yeah. And even if that mentor is across the country, they have podcasts, they have books, they have something that you can get, YouTube, whatever the case may be. So uh-huh. no excuses. I don't want to hear your excuses. Yeah. Number three is becoming a great communicator. You can never go wrong by becoming a great communicator. Mm-hmm. If you become an elite communicator, you can talk to anybody. And you can get what you want out of life, but only that you can help people get what they want out of life by becoming an elite communicator. There you have it, you guys. So number one, pick an industry. Number two, find a great mentor. And number three, become an amazing communicator. Um, you know, Do those three things. Make sure you're becoming 1% better every single day and you will become successful you guys you know thank you so much i want to thank my good friend frank again for coming on today you know i appreciate you man um yeah that was a lot of great information no you're welcome man anytime i look forward to doing it again and uh, thanks for having me and uh you know i hope they got some value out of this and i appreciate you having me man yeah no definitely i think this was a great opportunity for anyone listening to hopefully you know learn something implement something and maybe you can earn from some of the stuff you uh, you know learned today right yeah, and, uh, and if anybody wants to reach out to me, have any questions, or just want to connect, reach out to me on Instagram at the Frank Estrada or Facebook, uh, Frank Estrada. Awesome. Thank you so much, Frank. We'll definitely run it back in the future. I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.